here we are. We are GFBS for Grand Fork's best source on a double duty dirty Thursday. What's with the double duty, you ask? Well, it's about guys who race more than one race car every night. That's what double duty is. On the show today, Nick Minsky and Jeff Borgen. And by the way, it's National Red Wine Day today, if you didn't know that. Chad Hoff not in the studio today. He's having some other kind of reduction surgery or something done today. I'm not sure. Show today brought to you by Executive Properties. These are the guys that can get whatever you need done, done the right way. They do all types of commercial and residential work. I mean, they do it all, whether it's inside or outside. Bathrooms, kitchens, doors. You want to go outside, do some siding, maybe need a little concrete poured. They can do it all for you. Executive Properties will take the time to listen to what you want done, and they're going to do it right. Their crew, over 30 years' experience, Barry Romo, the guy's a building genius. Let him and the crew take care of you, always offering some senior and referral discounts. They're willing to work with any budget. And don't forget, they do snow removal, too. You're getting sick and tired of shoveling. Get a hold of Executive Properties, all right? For all your general contractor needs, call them up. Executive Properties, 701-330-1273, or check out their website, executiveproperties.org. And make sure you check out the reviews, too. They've got some awesome reviews on Facebook and Google. You're going to love their work. Executive Properties, your one-stop company that can do it all for you. And be listening here on GFBS. We'll be doing some giveaways with Executive Properties coming up. Well, if you want to call or text any questions for our guests on this uh, Double Duty Dirty Thursday show today, you can go ahead and do that. Our number is 701-213-0863. Again, 213-0863. Before we get rolling here, uh, time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, Let's see here. You know, my car started making this whining noise. So I took it to the shop, had the mechanic look over it. Turns out that uh, all it was, was uh, he took the Taylor Swift CD out. All right, Paul, what'd you think of that one? Don't diss Taylor Swift. Huh? Don't diss Taylor Swift. Oh, I'm dissing Taylor, t- Taylor my, Swift. My T-Swift. You see how she's voting? I'm dissing her. Yeah, I know. I actually all right, I, all right, I, I can't stand her. <laughs> uh, okay, we got Nick Minsky and Jeff Borgen on the show. Welcome, fellas. How you hey. doing? Good, 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 good. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. Yeah. Hey, first stop before we get going, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I run two cars, number one late model and street stock. Mm-hmm. What about your other life besides uh, driving yeah. a race car? Tell us about you. Uh, car mechanic. Got four kids. Got two of them in go-kart racing. And- mm, okay. We'll get to that in a little bit, too. Good. Yeah. And uh, a wife that act. Well, obviously puts up with all this. Yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, it, it's funny because, well, it's not. It, it, you're a typical race family. Um, you know, you, you see your, your kids and your wife in the, in the stands, uh, you know, once in a while in the pits. I know the kids are kind of young, but um, kind of weird how these uh, racing families. I mean, did she know that you were this much into racing before you got married? No. No, and I wasn't either. So <laughs> has that been an issue? <clears throat> no, no, she's been. Good with it, so. Yeah, well, that helps. Yeah, got to have hobbies. All right, Mr. Borgen, want to hear a little bit about you. Tell us about Jeff Borgen. Well, from town here, um, I'm a shop owner. And by the way, what's the name of your shop? That's Jeff's Repair. Okay. You can throw a phone number out there, both of you guys, too, if you want to plug your businesses here, so. Yeah, Um, I fix cars. Yeah, yeah. Work on race cars in the evening and 
Mm-hmm. You um actually just took a trip out west uh, to go out there and do some like carpentry woodwork, or what's what's the deal out there? Yeah, my son started off. He was building his farmhouse furniture. Mm-hmm. He was uh, laid off from the railroad for a while, and so he took a bunch of orders for this furniture. Well, now he got back to work. Oh boy! And he's way behind. So <laughs> I learned I learned how to build furniture. <laughs> I saw some of your Facebook posts. It looked like you knew what you were doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little different than uh, get a, using a 716s wrench or something, I suppose. Yeah, a lot different. Yeah, and did the, here's the big question. Did the people buy the stuff you built? It's already gone. Wow. Yep. Well, that's good. And uh, always good to go see the kid and the grandkids, too, isn't oh, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, uh, we missed your kid, by the way. Love him. Um, okay, uh, I want to know, Nick, you said that uh, you know you weren't really into the racing thing that much uh, before you got married. What got you into racing cars? Uh, me and my dad built the first one. I was 16, never finished it. And I think I was 21 or 22, and he was gone. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I pushed it in, and put a motor in it and we went racing all right. yeah all right and then uh there we go the first one ever <laughs> <laughs> okay now question number two is um, i'm imagining you started with a street stock yep and uh all of a sudden uh, here comes another late model and it's you what in the heck made you decide I, I mean i get the thing you go from a street stock to a late model but uh, to keep doing both how'd you get into the late model thing i just uh I wanted to move up in a class, and my dad wanted me to race sprints, and I'm like, nah, I said, too much work. Mm-hmm. I said, well, let's just get a late model. So then I uh, found a cheaper one, and we bought that, ran with it, and about half a season, and it was all right. But then I uh, bought Joey Peterson's and uh, three years ago, and just... And, and, and the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how difficult is it? Uh, and this is maybe a question for you, Jeff. Um, I mean, both of you, I know you probably, do you have any other help in the pits besides Jeff? Uh, it's me, Jeff. And then once in a while I got my buddies show up. Mm-hmm. Um, how hard is it to maintain two cars compared to just one? It's it's not too bad as long as you don't wreck nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what we try not to do. So. <laughs> um, so how do you do that? Do you bring two trailers? You, you got a big enough trailer to put them both in or, or how does that work? Yeah, we got one trailer. We just shove them both in and mm-hmm. it's a little tight, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you prefer driving the street stock or the lay model? I prefer the lay model. Yeah. 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 And uh, you're going to keep running that streeter too, aren't you? Oh, yeah. 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 We got a new one built. So okay. we'll out there with a new car next year. So. Mm-hmm uh different colors this year coming no. up or not no we'll stay the same yep a little um, cheaper that way too yeah, isn't it different yeah that uh that one on your hat that looks kind of familiar is that like the the harley yeah one yeah yeah, yeah oh, it looks like the race car yeah right well they harley took it from me so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they haven't been around that long yeah. uh it was funny because uh we were looking uh through the do so photography website uh for your car and I said, just look for the number one that looks like old school Harley Davidson. And, and that's how we found that picture that you signed. Um, Jeff, you have been a mechanic forever. In fact, uh, that's how I met you. I uh, used to have a mechanic shop right out by my house. And God, I miss not having you yeah, up there yeah. anymore. But uh, you used to kind of do a little bit of racing yourself too, didn't you? Oh, I did four-wheeler and three-wheeler racing when I was young. Mm-hmm. Did uh, you ever do any dirt track racing at the Speedway here in a oh. car? Not really, no. Okay. I was I was back years ago in the early eighties. 
we uh, I helped Rod Bolstead out racing. Oh, Bowley, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, you've also worked on sprint cars. Yep. Uh, I know you used to do a little wrenching with uh, Mitch Mack when he was running. And uh, how'd you get hooked up with Mr. Minsky here? Well, he's good friends with my son. Okay. And, yeah, when I quit racing sprints or doing that stuff, he kind of talked me into coming out and helping him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing uh, your better half was probably thinking, ah, maybe he's got this racing thing out of his system now, but uh, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's, it's not quite as bad as what it was. I mean, mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time with the sprint car stuff. Yeah, you did. Uh, a lot of time. And uh, was there more work to do on a sprint car? I mean, I know there's probably a little bit more motor work to do, or what's the difference between wrenching on a sprint car and a late model or a street stock? Well... I mean, it's it's all just nuts and bolts. I mean, it there's a little bit more maintenance, I would think, on a sprint car. Mm-hmm. I mean, you always seem like you're bending something, or yeah, yeah, that's a lot of horsepower, right? Uh, I want to thank the people so far watching us: uh, Gene, Mike, Paul, Tom, Sean, Jody Borg, and Danner's watching the show right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, Kevin Pappenfuss uh, should be hopefully on the show next week. Um, Leona, your mom, Jeff is watching you too, and Jade. How about that? You got like 90% of the Borgans are watching this show today. Yeah. Well, maybe Chris will get on there here eventually. I think he had to go to work. Oh, did he? Yeah. Eh, well, I suppose he can't have the phone in his hand when he's driving a train. No. No. Um, okay, you're going to go two cars again next year. How much work do you have to do before you are ready for next year? Uh, new body on the late model and finish up building that other streeter and now, when you put a new body on the car, do you buy all the panels built, or do you build them yourself? Yeah, we I build them myself. Yep, so you got the bead roller and, and metal brake and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yep. You just buy sheets of aluminum and, and go from there? Yep. Yeah, and uh, who who makes that car look so pretty? Who, who does the lettering for you? Uh, Kent Walver of Bulldog Designs. Oh, okay. Uh, nice job. I love that number one, by the way. Now, you mentioned uh, also you've got a couple of kids now racing go-karts. Yep. Yeah, we've got two. How, how is that going for you as a dad? It's, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Is it a lot of work? Not, no, not really, no. Yeah. And not yet. What classes are they in? Are they in the, like, the beginning, beginning classes? Yeah. Or? Yeah, they're both a novice. And Okay. So not quite as much stuff to have to do. No. No. Next year, Clara, she'll get bumped up to uh, rookie gas. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like your hauler, by the way, for the uh, go-karts. Uh, yeah. uh, ex- explain your hauler. My, my van? Yeah. That thing is bad, man. <laughs> yeah. No. <clears throat> Yeah, I got two trailers, and then uh, add the old race car in the one, and next year we'll bring the trailer. Okay, all right. Uh, how do the kids like it? Oh, they love it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, do they have inspirations to uh, drive a real car when they get older? Uh, not yet. I'm sure they will, though. Yeah, and I'm sure you're probably hoping they won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how long do you plan on doing this? I don't plan on ever quitting, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, wife doesn't have other plans? No, no, she's... Uh, she does her softball deal. And yep. Yeah. I see her. She's a pretty good ball player, too. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. She's got that, and I'll do this. And, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, wow. That, that's, I, I can't wait for next year. Um, you know, it, it's funny because after the sites, you get kind of burned out because uh, I did the two days of go kart racing during the three days no. of the sites. And then you got that one last weekend. And after that, my, my throat was shot. So I couldn't, I couldn't wait for it to be done. Uh, the next Friday, we were doing something. I think we were on location. Didn't bother me. The following Friday, I was just, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I mean, I'm so used to being out at the track, 5, 5.30, and um, 
I don't know. Do you miss it that much when it's done, or are you kind of glad? You know, like last Friday, too, I unloaded the car, and I washed it all up from <clears throat> from the sites, and I was like, wow, shit, it's nice, so we could go racing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no snow on the ground yet. So. Yeah, and, and you know, it seems like that happens, too, um, and Grand Forks, River City Speedway runs usually a little bit longer than, let's say, like the Knoxvilles and, and some of the other tracks, but... Uh, it never fails, um, and September is such a you-never-know kind of month. Yeah. I mean, look at last September, last year. It was horrible. I mean, it couldn't get the beats out of the fields. And now this September was beautiful. I mean, we could – might be a little chilly tomorrow night, but we could still be running. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I miss it. Uh, who else we got watching here? Todd, Jade, Audrey, Carrie Ann, Kylie, Rachel is – what does it say? Rachel is the definition of trophy wife. <laughs> hey, how's that, huh? You think she's, is she watching the show today? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, let's make a little money here. Uh, we want to talk about haircuts. You know, a haircut is a haircut. Uh, not really. Uh, wrong. Uh, people barbers, fade master haircut is a haircut. For 40 years, people barbers have been making people look great. They're right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Everything from regular haircuts, they do fades, the kid cuts, design cuts, senior cuts all kinds of cuts, and you can pick a barber. They've got three of them that can take care of you. Uh, Paul and I get our haircuts there. In fact, uh, I've been a customer for about 25 years. They are open Tuesday through Saturday from 830 to 5. Sometimes you'll catch them on a Monday, too. Voted best barber shop in Grand Forks. You don't need an appointment. Uh, If you want to look your absolute best, stop by People Barber and Fade Master right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Oh, what's he got here? Oh, okay. Uh, guys, guys talking about next week already. Um, you ever been in one of those wrecks, Nick, where you hurt for like a week afterwards? Uh, one, it was two years ago. We got hit and I actually, uh, between three and four, the ball joint broke and then Daniel Aberly smoked me in the door and we actually ended up clearing where you pull onto the track and mm-hmm. hit the water barrels. Yeah, yep. I was a little sore the next day. Yeah. How much damage to the car? Was it junk or not? No, no, it was fixable. Yeah. Uh, does your wife ever get scared when she sees something like that? I don't think she was there that night. Okay. So. <laughs> Did you remember to close your eyes? <laughs> no, they were open. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> no, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. I think it was Austin that was talking about that. Like, make sure you close your eyes because otherwise your like, retinas can actually separate. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. So... Yeah, that's kind of freaky to think about. Yeah, I mean, um, you look at some of these guys that get in these wrecks, and, and they look horrible. I mean, their their eyes are all red, and yeah. What would be your dream racetrack to race at, Nick? I guess I uh, really haven't any, been anywhere else besides mm-hmm. pretty much Grand Forks. Yeah, you don't follow the NLRA or go on the road with these guys. You're just kind of a Friday night guy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Poor kids. They don't get really much time off. So. No, don't. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, and, and the kids got to have their lives, too. I mean, you got you still got to be a dad yeah. and a race car driver. And uh, you are getting lucky enough where your kids are all older now. Yep. Uh, are there even any left in the house anymore? Oh, my daughter and one son are still at home. Okay, okay. And uh, they both out of high school now? Yep. Wow. Daughter graduated this spring. You feel old? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, I want to ask, ask you guys, um, thank your sponsors. Who are some of the people that are on your car? Well, I got uh, Matthew's Painting, Stewart's Towing, Master Clean. Uh, I got Clearance Better. Okay, yeah. And then S&G Vapors out of Grand Forks. And I got Dale Brewski Truckings on there. And 
trying to think who else is on there. Worker Sham Trucking. Heather at uh uh yeah, first uh first glance design. Was it hard to try to get sponsorship with the COVID and all that crap going on or these people been with you for a while? Yeah, they've been I got two new sponsors this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, usually it's everybody from the years before, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to pre-warn everybody when they come on here that you're going to ask them that question. Kind of put everybody on the spot. Yeah, I know. It's like watching them at rideoutcar.com victory lane. Thank your sponsors, and they got to walk around the car because they can't remember who they all are. But um, uh, you had a little incident in the John Seitz Memorial with Don Shaw. Um, apparently, I fell asleep during that heat race, so I didn't see it. But uh, tell us a little bit what happened there. Uh, I just was at uh, lap 13, coming out of four. It, it pushed up a little bit, and he slid underneath me, and his right rear caught my left front and just shot me right into the wall. And your weekend was done? Yeah. Well, we got our – I had to thank Blake Anderson, Stevie Anderson. They came over and helped. And they had an extra J-bar and dry shafts, and they helped me put it back together, and me and Jeff, and just track the next day was just garbage. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's – you guys race against each other every Friday night, but that just kind of tells you what the racing fraternity is like. Uh, it doesn't matter. They're still going to come and help you. Yeah. Yeah, you ever been uh, so pissed at somebody after a race that you went and said something to them? And you don't have to name names if you don't want to. Nope, never never done it. Yeah? Yeah, you just kind of... I mean, if you've ever had one of those, well, maybe this Don Shaw thing was, but a lot of times, uh, do you find if, if you mess up and you get into somebody, do you go talk to them afterwards and say, hey, look, that was all me? Yeah, no, I uh, You know, because it seems like uh, through my history with racing, if you try to make up uh, an excuse about something, then people usually don't want to talk to you. If you just say, look, that was my bad. Sorry about that. Yeah. And it, it's usually guys get over it pretty quick, don't they? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, you ever plan on going anywhere else besides Grand Forks? Yeah, next year, plan on going a few places. Yeah. Uh, kids getting old enough now where you can drag them along with you. Does that make it? I mean, it's got to make a difference. Yeah, well... <clears throat> We bought a camper now, so okay. Maybe, maybe we'll go to the lake and I'll go racing. Yeah, and uh, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Send them to the lake and you go racing. Yeah, uh, you hear that a lot with, uh, especially guys now that that are getting out of racing, uh, because let's face it, if you're a race car driver, if you're driving on the dirt, you don't get much of a life in the summer. Uh, most race car drivers aren't lake guys, but you. It seems that more and more get out of the sport because they missed out on that for so long and they want to start enjoying their weekends. And, and you know, uh, you ever think that's going to happen to you? No. You're not that much into the lake thing? No. Do you like to just relax and stare at water? <laughs> no. I don't either. <laughs> I'd rather get dizzy watching cars right. go around a racetrack. Yeah. My boat, my boat made it in the water twice this year. Wow. That's yep. it. Two that's times. It. Yep. More than mine did. Yeah. I don't have a boat. Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to slow down? Well, I don't know. I mean, you're you're having fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't be doing it. Right, right. And it, it's not like you guys get rich doing this every Friday night either. No, no. 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 And it's a challenge. We've been we've been really struggling with the late model, mm-hmm. trying to get it. You know. So it works. And, and you know, the thing is, uh, you had races this year where that late model was running really, really good. Yeah. Uh, what can be, what's the difference from one week to another for the people that might not know? I mean, I know it's car. I know there's the track changes the track, and all that kind of stuff. The but track, track conditions. Yeah. Really, yep. really, you know, it's just knowing how to 
set the car up for the track condition. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, though, River City Speedway been okay this year for you? Yeah. Or this last year? I mean, I granted, you're going to get those nights, uh, especially with the weather we had. Yeah. You know, you, you think you're good, and all of a sudden it's pouring out. Uh, John Seitz was a great example. Uh, I got done doing all the intro stuff. We did the interview, or the uh, national anthems and all that stuff, and uh, all of a sudden I get a, a, a text saying there's going to be a little break because of rain. Well, up in the press box, you can't see that it's raining. You know, because of the lights. And right. so I'm looking, I'm going, rain? I don't see any rain. I stepped out of the press box, and it was raining pretty good. Um, how do you like those shows when you're there till 2 o'clock in the morning? I don't mind it. I like it when the track's a little wet and, mm-hmm. you know, just hammer down and go. Yeah, and then something like the sites, you just keep your stuff there all weekend? Yep. You know, it'd be a different story if you had to uh, load everything up at 2 o'clock in the morning, bring it all back to the shop, and do it all again the next day. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So... When do you start building for next year? Well, I uh, ordered up 10. It won't be here until, you said, November. So hopefully by December we'll be ready to go. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then do you help with the body builds and all that stuff too? Nope. Nope. <laughs> You're just there on the Friday nights when they race. Pretty much. You don't you know, spend. We do, we do, I help them all with some of the maintenance stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know. So if you're going to do the maintenance stuff on a typical race week, Okay, you, you, do you start on Saturday? Do you wait? Do you have a day of the week that you pick to work on the cars? Or, or how does a regular race, race week go for you? We'll race them Friday. Then uh, if, there ain't no, if I ain't got nothing to do that weekend, I'll take them out and wash them and go through everything. But usually it's about Tuesday nights. I'll, I'll wait till everybody's sleeping. I'll go down to the shop and work on them. Okay. Do you live close to the shop? Yeah, about a mile. Oh, that's not so bad yeah. then. Nobody misses dad when, he's, when they're in bed. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And... Uh, does do you have it at the shop? Do you work on it in your business? Yep. At that shop, the old man ever get tired and sick and tired of having race stuff all over, or oh, yeah. not too bad about it? Yeah, no, he's uh, he's all right with it. Yeah, you know, uh, he seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you ever think still about maybe possibly getting in a sprint car or not? I don't know. Uh, he he wants to buy one, but I just too much work. Yeah. So when you say he wants to buy one, would he buy it or would we buy it? Because <laughs> I would think that would make a big difference in your decision. Yeah, no, it's just too much work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it takes a different kind of a dude to drive those cars too, doesn't it? Have you ever hot-lapped one? Never. No. Yeah, I've had the opportunities, but I said no. I, I'm, 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 the, I'm the guy that's afraid where it'd be my luck, I'd be in it and blow it up. Yeah, or wreck it. Or- yeah, yeah, and even if it's not your fault, you're still in the car. And and I would, yeah, well, um, is there one race that you'd like to go to uh, that that's always been in your mind that maybe you got to travel or maybe you got to go like some of these guys they'll they'll venture out west or they'll go down south early in the year before it's race time here. You ever have one of those tracks that you you, you watch on TV, Mav TV or Dirt Vision or something, and you go, one day I'm gonna go out there and run with these guys. Eldora looks pretty fun. Eldora would be fun, wouldn't it? I don't even know how far of a drive that is. I don't even know. Um, You talk about long drives. You still doing the uh, yearly motorcycle trip? Yeah, we didn't. uh, I didn't go anywhere this year because of the corona. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gonna head out to Maine next year. Maine. Yeah. Wow. Uh, If you do that, go out to Massachusetts. Oh yeah. uh, Go to Gloucester and go fishing. You ever you ever watch that show Wicked Tuna? Yeah. Yeah, they. I, I did that a couple oh, years ago. Yeah. Went out there and fished. 
it's right out of the little town where you see these guys come out of, but uh, there wasn't tuna season yet. But, uh, man, that's fun. If you're going to go out, if you're going to go to any coast, any ocean, you got to try fishing. Are you a fishing guy? Yeah, we went uh, we went up to Alaska a few times. And- yeah, that's fun, isn't yeah. it? Jeff, you went go-kart racing out west. How'd that go for you? Oh, that was fun. It, it, is it fun being a grown man and getting in a go-kart and acting like a kid again? Yep, yep. Did you race against your kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how, yeah. how dirty did that get? Oh, I let, him, I let him know when I went by him. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing you probably went by him more than he went by you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was a cart. Cart was not working. Oh, right. sure, sure. You know, after I lapped him two times in the first race. <laughs> I had a push or yeah. something like that. Oh, boy. Jeff um, probably took the regulator off. <laughs> <laughs> the governor. Yeah. He had the governor set on it. Yeah. What do you guys like to do when you're not working on your race car? Sit at home. Mm-hmm. Kind of fun to relax yeah. once in a while. Your winters, are they as busy as your summers? Yeah, yeah. Winter's, winter's crazy for us. Yeah? yeah. Uh, why? Uh, just towing. And, oh, the work. Yeah. You know. yep. What about the kids? Are they involved in any winter sports? Oh, yeah. We got basketball season coming up. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, tow, do you uh, have like a tow tow truck company or something? Yep. I knew that your Stewart's name sound, Towing. I knew your name sounded familiar for some mm-hmm. reason. I just couldn't place it. That makes sense. Uh, I want to say hi to our Canadian friends that are watching. William's up there watching us. Uh, let's see. You go racing and go to the lake as well. That's Audrey. Would rather go racing than go to the lake as well. Yeah, I saw those. Uh, let's see. Ryan Corbett is watching. We say he was, he got his car for sale. Did yeah, you see that too? Yeah, I seen that. Ryan, why don't you text us back? Hopefully, you're going to be back next year, right? Uh, we'll wait for you to text us back. Uh, and I still have his picture that needs to be autographed too. Uh, you guys, I, I can't wait till next year. Um, I'm glad you guys made it into the studio today. Yeah, you're not the most talkative guys in the world, <laughs> <laughs> but we did uh, set a couple of firsts today on the show, which was good yeah, all right. <laughs> see how that goes all that, all that plays out um you know what it, it, would it be possible you know maybe one night this winter uh nick if i happen to see the lights on at the shop maybe you're in there working on your stuff can we stop in and take a peek oh yeah yeah for sure i mean that's fun I, I'm, I'll, I'll admit when jeff had his mechanic shop next to our house you think we'd drink in the studio. You should have seen what it was like over at your shop because that's where it was my go-to. I'd sit there and stare at him work while I drank. <laughs> and uh, we do miss you out there. I hear it from everybody out there all the time. Uh, Nick Minsky, Jeff Borgen, you guys, thanks for coming in again today. Um, and, and I know it's going to be a good year next year. Uh, looking forward to seeing the new street or two. Yeah. It'll you. be good. Uh, there you go. Uh, that's Nick Minsky, Jeff Borgen. We're calling it a double-duty Dirty Thursday. Uh, Nick Minsky, of course, running uh, the street stocks and the late models. Uh, got a laugh out of that out of your sister there, Jeff. Uh, anyway, uh, we'd like to specially thank Integrity Fundraisers uh, for helping us get this show on the road today. You know, in as little as two weeks, they can help any school, sports team, youth group, nonprofits, help them all raise money for much-needed funds. You can purchase their personalized water bottles or mugs with your name and logo. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff, actually. Uh, they've got the engraved drinkware. They've got uh, barbecue sets, cutting boards, poker and golf sets, growlers, which I might have to go talk about, or maybe a flask and more. Tell you what, uh, they do a lot of things. Uh, they do printed materials, brochures, business cards, 
laser engraving, shipping. Uh, over $3 million raised locally. Over 390,000 students served with over 300 clients, including GFBS. And they can help you, too. Integrity Fundraisers, Grand Cities Mall, 701-402-2171. Let Integrity Fundraisers help you, too. Well, there we go. Thanks, everybody, uh, for getting a hold of us, texting us during the show. Uh, and thanks to all the people for watching. Hey, don't forget, tomorrow we have got artist Bennett Breen on the show. Also, we want you to become a Podbean Premium subscriber. It's a chance for you to win stuff. You just go to your Play Store, you download Podbean, search GFBS, you hit follow and buy premium, and you are all set. And you know what? We're now on Amazon Music, too. You just tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast, and we're looking for your five-star reviews on Google, too. Another Dirty Thursday in the books. Make sure you like us, share us, and tag us. We're Grand Fork's best source, giving Grand Fork's an identity again.